Hello and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard and Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael, what they do is they clash with each other. They try to oppose each other in discussions regarding the Mount Rushmore of any given topic. And this week's topic is the Mount Rushmore of Jock Jams. Mm. Let's continue. So there is a debate afoot as to the subject the true meaning of the subject, the true meaning of the term jock jams. Michael, you were saying there is a trademarked series of music like... It is like... I, I, listen. The it's like, But it's like freedom rock. You wouldn't say a type of music is freedom rock. No, but I would say that a type of thing on TV is as a seen-on-TV product and that freedom rock wasn't necessarily an as-seen-on-TV product. That's a good reference. Actually, it was an as-seen-on-TV product. It was... 100% and as seen on TV. So product. y'all ready for this? As the Chicago Bulls enter, yes. is yeah. that I, a jock jam? Yes, I think, th- and it is on one of the albums called Jock Jams. But stadium songs are not necessarily jock jams. There could be a lot of songs that you hear frequently on. The, the, the last, But the last Jock Jams album That's, came out like in 2000. Yeah, so then we wouldn't be able to talk about the last 18 years of songs that have become in our last episode you have not gems. you admitted that you have not listened to any music past when you were 30 years old so let's not pretend that we know I any still got music two, i still got 2001 i got the strokes you got to give me the strokes uh that is gross um okay not to be confused with a jacques gems which is <laughs> jacques gems <laughs> the, uh, the, the sleeping, funny thing the is sleeping attire the funny Mr. thing Christo. is is that like Seventy-five percent of our choices are going to be the same, so like I'm tilting yeah. windmills, but okay. you know there's a windmill well, out there that okay. needs to be tilted at. Let's let's leap into it. So uh, this is a make it, but don't take it. So uh, re- Michael, you go first. Uh, my first choice. Oh wait, real quick, I just want to point out oh, this yeah. was uh, suggested by my RBI baseball nerd friends. This is their like second or third uh, thing that they've suggested to us. Yeah, they they, they know so they they know some things about making lists and yeah. ranking. Yeah. They're very judgy, so that's good. Um, it was mentioned at the top of the show, but it's this song, Get Ready for This by 2 Unlimited. Long ass intro. I know. Get ready for this. Oh, song. you love it's, it! It's just a per- it's a perfect song that everyone can get pumped up to yeah. at uh, any stadium. It doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, chess, lacrosse, chess boxing. <laughs> once you, once you walk out onto the you know onto the putting green, the American Kennel Club <laughs> when the uh, ladies the and Pomeranian gentlemen, gets going. Ladies and gentlemen, off the tee, Phil Mickelson. This band, uh, there's a few things that uh, strike me. They're very interesting. This is a Netherlands-based band. Oh yeah, you can hear uh, it. And <laughs> it, I find it inconceivable that this was music that existed before it was played inside a basketball arena. Yeah, like someone actually just wrote this because they thought this is what I need to write. This is music that I need to produce and put out into the world mm-hmm. to be enjoyed at, at a dance. Um, this band. Sven, are you ready for Grandma Svelte's <laughs> eulogy? Have you written that piece? This band, Too Unlimited, 
has four tracks throughout the five Jock Jams, ESPN oh, Jock wow. Jams album. Wow. They freaking love Too Unlimited, and they're all this garbagey, just pump up, uh, lasers starting at the beginning type of just awful music. But it, it perfectly encapsulates like what you want out of going to see a basketball game or whatever. It is the perfect song for a white dad to yeah. bust out his best white dip dad dance moves, as you guys saw when, when they started playing. Yeah. Which therefore makes it perfect for the stadium. Because if it comes on the Jumbotron during, you know, you know, a, between innings at the baseball game, they can cut to all the white dads that they're, you know, with their upper upper lip out and uh-huh. doing doing the uh, uh-huh. rodeo twirl or, or this does seem shifting iconic. back and forth. Is it too, like, T-O-O Unlimited? Or the number the two. The two. Okay. Two Unlimited. Okay. They weren't two live crew. They were <laughs> They weren't limited either. Whatever they oh. wanted to do within the realm of very specific, mm-hmm. like, electro pop. Uh, uh, the Netherlands. They're weird. Richard, what's your first choice? All right. So, we're kicking things off, right? So, it's we need a little intro music. If you don't mind. Parsons Project, which I didn't realize was actually the intro, essentially, to High in the Sky. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's like it's like part of a suite, I think, on the album, or it's like a two-part sort of thing. Um, and this is the song that has now become the cliche yeah. anytime you need to do an intro. doesn't matter if you're a NBA team, if you're a, you know, a high school lacrosse team. Or if you're doing some weird corporate event and you need yeah. to get everyone pumped up to get the uh, CEO yeah. out there, right, four, Jeff? Uh, you four, know, four shots from a smoke machine. I feel like the, I feel like that you've been introduced to this before. Jeff. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, your MC for the Dairy Queen uh, Regional Convention, Jeff Hawkins. Dead in at five foot one. Oh, I love Jeff Jeff Hawkins from Kansas City, Missouri. Oh boo! Why is but uh, there's something about this song that just, and, this, and I guess most sports fans would know it is what I was, what I think uh, the file that I had found originally was the intro player intros for the uh, 90, I think this year is like the 96, 97 Chicago Bulls. Sure, yeah. And I think that's what most people probably think of when they think of that song is the Bulls intros and Michael, you know, Michael Jordan coming out and all that stuff. Do they use it for other things now, or is it very specifically like? Is that like, oh, that no, you can't use that. That's the Bulls one, so we got to do our own thing. They actually uh, talked about that when the uh, Warriors were making their run at mm. the Bulls' regular season win record. That the uh, the Warriors actually thought about playing that on the night they were going to break the record as their intro music, and they kind of thought better of it mm. at the last minute. But you know, and it, it's one of those things. Like, like you mentioned, Space Jam, they play that. In Space Jam, whenever the uh, Space Jam team is coming out, that's the music they cue that, that they use. Yeah. Oh wow! Is there something odd that I think of Alan Parsons' project un- not being a, a microwave like Homer <laughs> thought Alan Parsons' right. project was, but the, as a and also not a scientist from uh, from Austin Powers. No, the Alan Parsons' <laughs> project. I feel like they didn't go out to try to make a jock jam. 
Oh yeah, he's uh, Alan Parsons has been to one. He said he went to one basketball game maybe twenty years ago. Yeah. Doesn't know a damn thing about about music. He met Michael Jordan one time and realized after he told him like, "Hey, I made the music you've been coming out to for twenty years." Uh-huh. M- Michael Jordan's like, "Oh, that's great." Just yeah. moved on. Right didn't couldn't couldn't care less. Yeah, yeah. How many people has Michael Jordan just? <laughs> I, oh, that's great. I couldn't care less. Like there must have been millions yeah. of people that he's met and yeah. just pushed away. There was I saw somebody meeting. Oh, it wasn't Glenn Campbell. Who was it? Oh, Paul McCartney has a video recently where he's going back to Liverpool to... Oh, the James Corden thing. Yeah, the James Corden thing. And somebody says, we played your song at my mom's funeral. And Paul was ah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> you know, if he had to stop every time somebody said shit like that, yeah. <laughs> he would never move an inch in his <laughs> life. One last thing about Sirius is knowing that it's right before the, island, the eye in the sky. Do you think the uh, Bulls PA guy ever got... Sound mix guy ever mixed yeah. got screwed up. And Don't it's, say <laughs> words you're going to regret. Ladies and gentlemen, this meet your Chicago Bulls. I am the high in the sky, dealing with fools. I can cheat you blind. And like Michael Jordan's, like just shooting daggers. He's just gonna kill him. Yeah, Scotty Pippen. I like this new song. Hmm. He was on their team, right? Yeah. Okay, that's basketball guy. What's you're right. You're correct. That's a basketball well, guy. That's a basketball guy. What's your second choice, Michael? My second choice is the 1993 song by Tag Team, Woomp, in parentheses, there it is. There it is. Uh, we don't need to play a clip from this song because you will be thinking about this song for the rest of the night. You will be going to bed thinking about Woomp, there it is. Not to be confused with 95 Souths, yeah. uh, Woot, Woot, there it, there is. it is. Even though that one came out a month earlier, oh. I think there's still bad blood between 95 South and Tag Team, Yeah, but... They'll have to work that out themselves. Whoop, there it is, mm-hmm. is the quintessential call and response song that you played in stadiums everywhere that anybody can just say, whoop, there it is. It's yeah. the equivalent of who let the dogs out, but even stupider. <laughs> Do you have a specific stadium or team that you recall? No. Okay. It's just, it's it's just everywhere. It's just there, and it was, you know, Every once in a while, there is like a hip hop song that comes out that is just like, it's like the dip. Yeah. Like for a summer, it was just a song that was played every place in the world. And you're just like, I'm so over this. And whoop, there it is. Yeah. It's just like pervasive and mm-hmm. in stadiums and in any sort of like, it's just like yeah. anybody can sing along and anybody can do two seconds. Like they can, I think the thing that they'll do is you can play like 12 seconds of the song in the middle of like in between plays and people know what's going on. Yeah. And they can get into it and they can cheer along and do whatever and then they just stop. <laughs> this song is so awful and so pervasive that it made it onto an Adam's Family soundtrack. <laughs> oh, God. As a remix version called Adam's Family. Oh, yeah, yeah. In parentheses. Did Hammer rap there over this? No, no, he did um, Adam's Family. Adam's family. Am- Adam's family okay. Groove. Yeah. Okay. Totally. That's that's a legit song. It's it's a too legit song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and it's a great song, so uh, don't just hammer again like that, okay? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, okay. It wasn't pejorative. Right. Whoop, okay. whoop, there it is, is a song that makes Sir Mix-a-Lot sound like a <laughs> yeah. public enemy by comparison. Uh, okay, Richard, what do you got? All right, here's my second choice. Guess what? Your team, Your maybe team. they just scored. Something good is happening. Oh, I'm gonna play my damn songs. Going around, 
Taiwan looking for underage kids? Yes, it's everyone's favorite child molester, <laughs> Gary Glitter. It's a song that everyone sings along to, even though sometimes there's still like this spot deep down in your stomach when you sing along to it. You feel a little queasy about it, and you kind of wish that the PA guy had played uh, Pump It Up by Elvis Costello instead. Yeah, yeah. Do you think That would be a much better yeah. choice. Do you think they're still playing that song, like Rock and Roll Part 2? Like, I thought of putting this on my list because it is so iconic, and it is so bombastic, and everyone can do the, the hey, hey, and everyone loves it. But, like, at some point, you stop watching The Cosby Show, and you can't watch The Cosby Show anymore. I have heard it. At some point, it's just like, I can't. I can't even, I don't even, like, it's just, the association is so weird. So apparently he, uh, after his second conviction of child molestation or, you know, whatever it was, in in the the whole Vietnam thing, the NFL decided, yeah, maybe we should cool it with Gary Glitter. (laughs) Apparently this. They they allow one. Yeah, the first we get one for free. (laughs) Zero tolerance policy on the Uh. second one. Uh, Apparently he was bummed out because he's a big Chargers fan. And, uh, yeah. And, but then they decided to allow a cover version of that to be played. But then they got mad. Like the sound alike version? Yeah. Oh. So, like, that, that's, that's okay. That's hilarious. But I then. Love that Phantom Planet is covering rock and roll <laughs> part two. Or... But then, but then in 2014, um, I guess the Patriots were using it and the British media got cheesed off, as the British would say. About that, because again, the whole child molesting. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a detriment to sports. So it's it's something you don't hear as much as you used to for obvious reasons, but it is that kind of like you said that perfect sort of like call and response yeah. sort of song. Everyone knows it. There's yeah. no actual lyrics. You just have to yell "yay," which you're doing anyway during yeah. during a, a sporting <laughs> event. Anyway, what can you do? Cheer at some point. Okay, I know that. I know how to do that. And the the audio guy in in the uh, booth really likes the song because he gets to do the cool trick where, after it goes "hey" a few times, he'll cut out so you can hear the crowd do it. Yeah. Ba-dum, and then music will yeah, cut yeah. out. Hey. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, and he gets to feel like Joe Cool DJ mixer guy because. He cut out the music just at the right time. Yeah. Except half the time he fucks it up. Do you he think, doesn't come back. Do you think he's in the booth with one earphone on? Yeah, there's just a lot the, of that the, going on. Just the other one off and just like, <laughs> I can feel the crowd this time. So I think we're at our halftime and that means we are going... It means it's time for some cool jock chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll replace the normal underscore bum, of bum, light bum, piano. Bum, with bum, <laughs> bum. Hey. hey, pass that hot dog. Hey, go get me uh, some uh, funnel hey, cake fries. Could you get me three more beers over here? I'm getting a little dry, if you know what I mean. Uh, when you're going to implore you to go to the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for Mount Rushmore podcast and join in the conversation about future episodes, your opinions on previous episodes, and then uh, support other podcasters by going out and listening and downloading their podcasts after you rate and review ours. You might listen to podcasts by this group. Please listen carefully. Salutations, and thank you for lending me your ears for a moment. This is Brisky from the Turn of Phrases podcast. Turn of Phrases is a show all about exploring the origins and history of idioms, metaphors, superstitions, old wives' tales, and more. New episodes come out every Monday, so come along with me as we turn some phrases. Um, okay, 
um, Audible is doing a free trial where you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rushmore and download a uh, free audiobook and get a 30-day free trial just for being a listener of this podcast. Um, you can listen to that pod, that audiobook on your iPhone, Android, or Kindle player or any other MP3 player, and it's yours to keep whether you like Audible or not. That's yours. So to participate in this amazing program and go get a free pod, uh, auto, <laughs> free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rushmore. That's audibletrial.com forward slash Rushmore. We're back. We're back. Uh, Michael, what is your third jam of jock? My third jam is one that's going to pump you up. It's a technically, it is Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1989 song. It is, it's got such just a great, beat to it it's the only song on here that i think i actually like yeah. it's the only one that like of all of my choices that i'm like i could i could listen to this yeah. this i have fond childhood memories of it uh-huh. it feels a little unusual it and like being on like the jock jams album it was like oh yeah i can i can understand why you just want to listen to this as yeah. opposed to like maybe this isn't the song that is the best to play uh-huh. in a sports arena oh it's like something you could just listen to it yeah okay the the jock jams album are very strange because like there's these these things that are intermixed of um who's the guy that does let's get ready to rumble oh michael buffer it's like they all start oh, off yeah, with some yeah. garbage or they've got one of the espn anchors yeah, or, or, or something chris berman or somebody doing yeah. a shtick for 30 seconds and I, I i can't lie one of them has austin powers saying like yeah baby to start and it's just the ultimate trite Ooh. Jeff just turned the lights just, down. Just turned low. the lights down. He did it just by looking at the lights too. And that was what the most impressive thing was. Pumped up the jam, but he pumped down the lights. <laughs> so that was. Uh, did you think Salt and Pepper? I thought they sounded like Salt and Pepper. I think that there is uh, maybe a little bit. I'm trying to think of like them. Like there was another. Uh, there was a uh, a song called Supersonic by uh, Supersonic. Yeah. yeah. The S is for super and the U is yeah. for unique. <laughs> the P is for perfection. And you know that we're she had like kind you of know like that. We're free. Yeah. I think that I think Supersonic and Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic might have had a little bit of a crossover. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of salt and pepper thing yeah. too. But uh, it's it was just the only song like looking through all of these was like, okay, I need a song on here that I actually want. Like the person that goes out and buys these CDs, mm-hmm. what are you I mean you're like a masochist because who is yeah. listening to all of this in a row? Well, is it the only one that has jam in the song? Mm, maybe oh. I'll look through the list as we're uh-huh. as we're going through it. But um, it was just a song that just like, yeah, it's like, it's less circumstantial to the stadium environment and something that's more musical. Yeah, yeah. Also, it was I think it was featured earlier in the Pump Up the Jam series of CDs by like Disc Five. Yeah, it all went downhill once you, once you've got like Madonna's Ray of Light on there. Oh God! There are no there are no stadiums yeah. that are getting pumped up to that. Much. I would love if they could combine those franchise, the Kids Bop franchise. <laughs> <laughs> kids Kids Bop doing pump pump up <laughs> doing doing uh, jock jams. I guarantee that exists already. Uh, Roman Freddy. All right, so we are recording this during the World Cup. Oh, I haven't been recording this. Son of a <laughs> bitch, Jeff. Fuck. Um. Oh, okay. You will hear this song. 
you will hear this song approximately one billion times during the course of the World Cup. And I'm talking about Seven Nation Army Mm -hmm. by the White Stripes. The newest song I think that's on my list. Mm -hmm. Also, also, Marquinhos, not on any of the five that I talked about. But Rock and Roll Part 2 was. Rock and Roll Part 2 was. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. didn't, You didn't didn't get dinged for that one. All right, all right. Okay. So far, Alan Parsons Project, not on the Jock Jams. Yep. Seven Nation Army, not on Jock Jams. Rock and Roll Part 2, yes. Is. Seven Nation Army, not. Okay, so it's, but this is not necessarily a Mount Rushmore of songs that are on the Jock Jam CD. The Jock Jam CD. I didn't say, because it didn't say Mount Rushmore of the Jock Jam CDs. Okay, so. Just said Jock Jams. How did Jack White get into the world of football? Foot, you mean football? Football. Um, it started out as a, uh, a few fans of this uh, Belgian team, Club Bruges. Who decided to start uh, singing it as a chant at what game they were at? They're playing like Roma, and it took off within the stadium. And when they played Roma a couple of months later, the Roma fans picked up on it. And they started doing it, and then Roma is one of the bigger teams in Italy. So then other teams in Italy started doing it, and it just became this like viral thing. It just sort of spread from there. Hmm. And uh, Jack White's actually a sports fan. He's a baseball fan, but. Which, you know, he looks like a real healthy, yeah. athletic type. Spends a lot of time in the sun, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Jack White does. Taking take, take a nice ball game. Yeah. Um, He's missed his Detroit Dodgers tryout. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you see? Did, did he just say Detroit Dodgers? What's yeah. the Detroit team? Tigers? Tigers. Okay, sorry, guys. That's okay. I fuck up sports even just by talking about it. It messes <laughs> up. It ruins sports for people. Is he on the Expos? Is that who he is? <laughs> uh, this, this song, it's just, it's tribal. It feels ritualistic. Mm. The way everyone sings to with it, the oh, 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 it just it feels very, yeah. there is something about that, it's not really a bass line, it's a guitar line that's just tuned down an yeah. octave, but the quote-unquote bass line, that just everyone can instantly sing that. And it does feel like something you would expect to see at a Hitler rally, here at a Hitler rally, yeah. which I think pretty much sums up the feeling of most sporting events. If Hitler had jock jams, do you think you would have won? Fortunately, we, we pioneered jock jam technology. Oh, so we got that military might of jock jams too late, but at least we kept it from Hitler. Right. If, that, it, had, if it had been captured by the... The Axis powers. Yeah, that was the Manhattan Project 2 oh. electric boogaloo. Oh, that's actually what it Do you was. You think the Babbage machine was creating what it was, wasn't kind of coding and decode? Wait, Babbage was the thing that we did to decode the the, the German one, right? Are you talking about like the Enigma machines and stuff? Enigma, Enigma machine. Yeah. 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 So maybe that was just Jock Jam. It was making Jock Jam. So when it wasn't <laughs> coding, when it wasn't being used, coding things. That's how we got pump up the jams. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, there's just something about this song. Like I said, it f- it's interesting to me that this is not a band that I think most sports fans feels like the most indie well, sp- it, like, yeah. like sports anthem you could possibly think of. My my only real qualm with this is that in the stadiums they only play the the baseline part. They they won't like play the part where he like rocks out like on the guitar on like his guitar solo and sings they they'll well, like only get the state the band involved yeah. in the oh, oh like 
you know, that's the part that the crowd can get into. Yeah. No point in playing the rest of the part. <laughs> the good, the yeah, good the, part. Yeah, the really good part of the song. Fuck that part. <laughs> can the crowd sing to it? No. <laughs> then you fuck off. Um, it's really, it's really Meg White's uh, uh, steady drumming that keeps the people going. Do you remember we had someone on our kickball team? Oh, I very much do. Who? Uh, yeah. Brought her drum. She was taking bass drum lessons, and she brought her bass drum, and we wanted her to do the Seven Nation Army thing. This is when Scott Jones was obsessed. With Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she literally couldn't keep the thump, 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 thump. She it was, was like, taking thump, what lessons? Thump, 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 thump. I'm like, no, that's not right. Like the bass drum that you... Yeah, like the marching band bass drum. She had a marching band bass drum that she brought... And she said she was taking lessons. Now, just general lessons. Was she auditioning I... for the Salvation Army? <laughs> well, there was a. There was a there she was, was auditioning for that one scene from I Love Lucy from yeah. 1955 where the Friends of the Friendless come marching along. Just and a, that's it. There's a regional community production of The Music Man. <laughs> but they only have room for one, five trombones, God, a couple of bass drums. LA sure is a tough nut. I got to find a way to crack this entertainment town. <laughs> Hmm, wait a minute. I know. Bass drum. <laughs> what can fit in my Prius? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. Well, what's the, I can't, what's I, the most instrument I can get into my yeah, Prius? But I can't be in it also at the same time. Okay. Uh, I should. And so, Michael Winfield, the final one. Okay, I want to set Fourth the scene. Fourth quarter. <laughs> I want to set the scene for you. Yeah, okay. Let's say it's the sixth inning of a baseball game. Okay. There's and nine innings. There's nine innings, okay. Jeff, just so you know. <laughs> You're two-thirds of the way in. Some of the kids there, some of the kids in the crowd are like, they're fading, right? Okay. Checking out a little bit. In between innings, let's say you're at an Angel Stadium, right? You you can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, like, uh, the Rally Monkey is oh, on yeah, the rally screen, monkey. Yeah. right? Then this starts playing. Oh, wow. Oh, it's the Magic Mountain song. Okay. Yeah. We gotta get into it. Yeah. Oh. Suddenly. Okay. Okay. Uh, suddenly, those kids that were fading fast mm-hmm. from the, the the sugar had all worn off from the cotton candy. Yeah. They're up. They're moving they're to flossing. the world's most awful song. Yeah, that's awful. But it is a song that at least wakes them up for the to get them out of the stadium uh-huh. on the ride home. That rally monkey is going crazy. Yeah. On the big screen over yeah. there at Angel Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Hopping up and down. It's kind of my favorite part about going to Angel Stadium is that goddamn rally. Yeah. Monkey. I hate it. I hate that I like that. They have some new Star Wars things. Oh, do too, they? I guess in yeah. Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. But that song is so unbelievably obnoxious. You won't hear it anywhere other than at a stadium okay. nowadays. Okay, I live or, in North or, Hollywood. Or at the... Or Magic Mountain commercial. Or the Magic that Mountain commercials seems, with Mr. Six. That song seems to be coming out of every um, truck that drives by that maybe is, uh, you know, a working man's truck. There's some kind of... It's not that. It's ranchero music. But is that is that perhaps cultural? Is that a cultural song? Is that... I don't okay. know, because they're Dutch. Again, with the Dutch. Holy so crap. far, three of my four choices. A Dutch... Wow, a Belgian, and what was the other one? Uh, they're from the the Netherlands, also. 
What song is Dutch, what's yeah. that title? Of? Uh, that song. Let's okay. Uh, uh, we like to party by the Venga Boys. Oh, okay. But it's what a girl a... that's singing. I'm confused. Uh, I, Doesn't I mean, Venga Boys mean like come over here, boys? <laughs> Maybe I okay. don't know. It's just one of those songs that just like. Uh, yeah. I, all right. Uh, yeah. But it, you know, the kids love it. The kids love uh-huh. it. Nine-year-old, nine-year-old boys, like you said, flossing at the. Yeah. They only do that when the camera's on them. They do the kid. They do that dance, and it's it's horrible. The floss. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible because I don't know how to do it. I know. I try to do it to just to annoy Vivian. Yeah, yeah. Do a good job of annoying Vivian. I, I love when parents ruin things for kids by <laughs> doing them. Like, oh no, now I now we can't use that term anymore or wear that thing. Anymore. I'd like to think that I personally killed dabbing. Oh, I saw it at the stadium. Stopped it dead in its own. Oh, parent, really? A parent, a girl. Guess was I like, got. Guess I got to go to Angel Stadium and take care of a this. A kid was flossing until their mom hit him and said, "Dab," and then the kid dabbed. <laughs> and then the guy like a was, stage mom, but yeah. for dabbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richard, wrap it up. All right. So we've had the intro to the to the the game. Players have come out. We've cheered them through these last these next two songs. And guess what? We're getting near the end. And you mentioned this earlier, yeah. Jeff. Frederick Murkowski. Mr. Frederick Murkowski. Better known as Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, if people... If the people who chanted along to this song thought about his lifestyle, yeah. if they supported his, his lifestyle as much as they support this song, yeah. we'd have equality all across this goddamn country. Right. We'd be swimming Agreed. in equality. Yeah. Um, but it's just the perfect. I'm gonna, even though they were technically an A side and a B side, mm-hmm. I will say that the that on on your classic rock station, you almost always hear "We Will Rock You," and then immediately segueing into "We Are the Champions." Oh yeah. yeah, of course. So I I almost consider them to be part and parcel of the same yeah. song. Yeah, uh, on like a Queen's Greatest Hits, they are back to back as uh-huh. well. Yeah, and that is the ultimate, like. It's a power move when you can dominate like eight and a half yeah. minutes of radio play on not mm-hmm. like a rock block. Yeah, exactly. And you throw out that and you throw in Bohemian Rhapsody and you've got your own like like 20 minute segment. Yeah, that's you go out and you smoke two cigarettes as the DJ. Okay, that's, so arbitrary uh, judgment. Are these on the Jock Jams? No. Okay, okay. They probably couldn't afford this one. I wonder if, I wonder how much that played into it. I mean, ESPN, though, they could afford a lot. But like, I wonder how, like... I wonder what Netherlands-based music company <laughs> produced Jock Jam. <laughs> Dutch, Dutch rock jam. Take me on, I'll be gone. This is not a Jock Jam song. By the time you get to Jock Jam, it's literally the dregs. You're just like, what? That's why they stopped. Someone was just like, are you say, are you, no moss. So I'm saying it's time for... So what I'm trying to say is it's time for Jock Jams to come back. Mm. Here, here's three volume, songs. Volume six. Volume six, right there for the right, ripe for the taking. Um, but in terms of this, in terms of we are the champions, that is. I remember being a kid and watching. I think it was the Lakers won a championship, and they already had like the uh, the montage of the season and the championship, like pre-cut. Yeah. To this song. That's we will to rock we are, you. To, to we are the champions. Wasn't that we will rock you? That was real, yes. But what I'm oh, saying, oh, you're saying the B side is kind of they all felt like a one in the same. It's all thing. one part of one song. So we are the champions, definitely to me, 
I associate that with kind of being an asshole when you win. Because that is, I mean, th- these yeah. two songs put together, it is, we're going to tell you that we're going to beat you. Then we beat you. Now we're going to celebrate about it. Yeah. yeah. And that is just being kind of mm-hmm. a jerk about it the American way. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which show. Was it Live Aid or something where Freddie Mercury's kind of known for just kind of killing it in that, that huge stadium setting? Yeah. But I imagine he toured stadiums just like a lot of these big acts did. And so his presence in a state, he was playing for the crowd. That song was written for a stadium. Yeah, it was written actually. They uh, Brian May said that they did a show and they went off like before the encore. And the crowd started singing You'll Never Walk Alone. Oh, yeah. Back to them, which is like this big Liverpool uh-huh. uh, football t- uh, team. Yeah. Their big anthem. And he just thought the way that it sounded was so powerful mm-hmm. that he wanted to write something like kind of anthemic and and, and, and oh. jocular yeah. like that. Um, and apparently when they did the stomps, because, you know, he's an astrophysicist. Yeah. By, you know, as he's a, a hobby. teacher, too. I think as, a ho- yeah. as a hobby. As a hobby. As his side gig. Just as a hobby. You know, astrophysicist. <laughs> what you do this. Jesus. Uh, been died. between concerts, mate. Practice your guitar. Yeah, also. Hey, I also, I also did, yeah. did a few calculations on. Um, yeah, by the way, someone who could have been on our, that Rushmore of uh, poly, yeah. polymaths or yeah. one, what we did. But. Apparently he worked out that like, so what if I was in a stadium and I heard everyone stomping their feet? Well, you'd hear them be slightly off because of the distance between the closest person and then the people uh, in the furthest away. So he actually worked out this like scientific, like mathematical model for how much delay should be in the stomp to make it actually sound like a stomp from a stadium crowd instead of just like wow. five people. Oh, wow. I always presumed it was just... A thousand recording people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. All union employees. All musicians, union employees. <laughs> it was a... actually the London Philharmonic. They hired them <laughs> just to stamp their feet. Okay, we are done. We have gone through the Mount Rushmore of Jock Jams, and there was an asterisk, I feel like, hovering over heads the whole time. Like, are these indeed... A giant big screen TV the in, the f- in the middle of the stadium that you can't ignore. Yeah. Up on the Jumbotron, that's just right. a giant asterisk. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that um, it's a sweep. It's a Winfield sweep. Yeah. Winfield sweep. I love the novelty of all the songs you chose. Get ready for this. <coughs> Whoop, there it is. <coughs> Pump up the jam, <coughs> which obviously is kind of ubiquitous with the genre that we're talking about. And it kind of took me back to the... Um, Six Flags Magic Mountain <laughs> days, seeing that old guy who looked like Uncle Junior from The Sopranos dancing around with uh, We Like to Party. And it also <laughs> informed me of the um, the stranglehold that the Netherlands have over Jock Champs. <laughs> it was very strange. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> the whole Netherlands, yeah. Belgium, like I mean, Flanders even, region. Yeah, even like, finding out that, like, has that cheese Technotronic and was a, a yeah, I didn't know team that one. out of Bruges. Yeah. It was like... A, going on here yeah so now you are qualified to sing we are the champions since you got the sweep if you would like i chose my songs (laughs) (laughs) i love it fame and fortune and everything that goes with it (laughs) 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 okay so uh this has been the mount rushmore of jock jams i as always am michael i'm richard i'm jeff Oh, got what? Me. He got me. You got you. He didn't get me because I know who I am, sucker. Yeah.